0: Can hear the sound of a
1: new generation. Welcome and thank you for joining us. At Worship Harvest, we believe that we are a movement of the gospel, discipleship, and mission. And we are committed to catalyzing spiritual, social, and economic renewal in our immediate communities and as a result, the world. Here is this week's teaching. Ephesians chapter 1 verse 3. Let's read together. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places in Christ. We started the year by looking at uh, doing a series found in Him, and for now I've cut out found, and I said let's go with in Him. So in the next four weeks, we'll just be looking at in Him. What happens when we are in Christ? In Christ, so Chuck found put in Him. Now, this text we'll be investigating this text from verse three to verse fourteen of Ephesians chapter one for the, for this month. But I can tell you, this is one of the most profound scriptures in the Bible. Most profound. I, my eyes were first opened to this many years ago when uh, in two thousand seven. We had started doing the Discipleship Evangelism course in 2006 with John Kato, who introduced us to the DE course by Andrew Womack. So when Andrew Womack came for his first conference in Uganda in 2007, it was at Africana Hotel. Kisha got to speak in tongues for the first time. That's one of the things I remember about it. Uh, we, we, we were invited to sing, you know, Go on and lead worship. And then they gave us two copies of of Andrew's books, everyone got two copies, two books. I, my, I got, you've already got it, and a better way to pray. That book, eh, Turned my life like, the other way around. You've already got it. And really, it's a book that focuses just on this verse, verse three of Ephesians. My life was changed through a book. That's why you should read books. Completely. Everything, the way I see God, the way I perceive things, the way I practice my faith, everything was changed. And so we'll be going through that part. Now, what, what I, what's very interesting about it, though, is that Ephesians chapter 1, verse 1 to 14, is a greeting. He hasn't, he's not yet addressing himself to why he's writing. Uh, can you imagine that you can write and someone's life, like me, is changed just in the greeting part of your email? Yeah, yeah. Well, that's that's Paul. Paul, it's it's all a greeting. He starts talking about why he's writing in verse fifteen, verse one to fourteen. His greeting, his greeting and in the greeting he starts unleashing this kind of revelation where he says blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ who has what? blessed us already that's past tense with every spiritual blessing every when we say everyone get out what do we mean? what, what are the implications? how many people remain inside? zero how much of your blessing is still in uh, uh, with god none every he has already given you everything in the heavenly places in christ there is nothing that heaven is withholding from us whatever seems to be lacking in your life or my life god is not the problem yeah you know much of christianity is about people not taking responsibility Whatever is lacking in my life or your life, let's first say God is not the problem. Why? God has already what? Blessed us with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places in Christ. Amen. See what he says in Romans 8.32. He who did not spare his only son, but gave him up for us all. You guys, you should be reading, by the way. Even behind the marks. How shall he not, with him also, freely give us all things? Like, if we give Jesus, take it for granted, He's already given the pair of jeans you've been praying for. He has already given the rent. He has already provided healing. He has already provided joy. He has already provided wisdom. Are you with me? Is that on night?? Yeah, Welcome. Good to see you. I'm going to send you someone. Come. All right. So every there is nothing lacking. there is nothing lacking. Everything he has provided. Now, here is the other thing he says in um second Peter one three. Give me Second Peter one three. Together, together, let's read together. Uh-huh. As his divine power has given to us all things that pertain to life and godliness through the knowledge of him who called us by glory and virtue. How many things has it given us? Oh. All things. So, usually it's at this point that everyone is, you know, that other emoji of. Or oh, is it the one of? It's this one, huh? Yeah, it's this one. It's this one. Eh? I've never seen this one. This this should be uh, copyrighted. And the image of scratching one's head. Yeah, I don't think they scratch their heads in America. Yeah. <coughs> oh, wait a minute. We have everything. Huh? I have all things. I've been given everything. Then, then what, what, what's going on? Where, where are they? I think that's a genuine question to ask yourself, Yeah. I also know that in church, people are usually encouraged not to ask questions, and I say no, no, that's not a good way. You should ask questions. You should ask yourself because all, there is an answer to every question you have ever had about life. It's there in the scriptures. So then, we ask, what, what's going on? If I've already been blessed, why, why why am I experiencing sickness? Or why am I experiencing lack? Or why am I depressed? Or why? Why? Yeah, you know, uh, schools are opening. Yeah, again, I think schools are opening, right? Yeah, some schools are opening at, in some classes. They said Nasare, no. But the others, yes. So th- that can be good news and bad news, depending on whether you have the school fees ready. So, so, so you can be asking yourself, where, where, where is the stuff Now, like I was saying, it's God is not the problem. So first of all, we, there are many parents watching us online and in this place. You know, as a parent, that no parent brings forth a child without first preparing everything that they need. You don't first go to the hospital, give birth, and you're like, "Wait a minute, we need diapers, right? Uh, and clothes, right? Oh." Uh, we need a baby coat. Wow. Hey, hey, hey. Then they start scrambling. No, 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 no. Those things people prepare well in advance. Now, God also is a parent. Hmm? God is a parent, right? Before you were born, eh? and before you were born again, your father eh, anticipated everything you would need and he made it available yeah everything that's what the scriptures teach I know your life experience might be so far removed from what I'm teaching but give it a bit of time and meditation and faith and you start seeing some manifestation and for me what I do I rejoice at the slightest manifestation because it means there is more where that is coming from yeah yeah. You, you might have a headache and then uh, 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 what? a stomach ache. Yeah. And then you pray and only the headache goes. Start rejoicing. Don't be like until the stomach goes. No, stomach ache, not stomach. Until the stomach ache goes. We... No, no, no. Rejoice at every manifestation of the kingdom of God in your life amen some things may not work out well but then there's always things that are working out to show you that your father is involved uh, you see there are some countries where there is no Lord shedding I know that's unbelievable just to, yeah you're yeah, like what no <laughs> you may think that Lord shedding is like um, common to all men no it's not so in some places in the world they fully expect electricity to be on in the building whenever they need to use it right now let's assume we were one of those countries I know that's you know like when you're doing theory mathematical theory you use assumptions yeah so that's assumption one Assume we are one of those countries where you always have electricity. Yeah? So when you get home and you need to, to switch on the lights or the cooker or the fridge, whatever, you don't call wumeme. Hmm? Now when you get there, it will be, everything is dark. It's like there is no power. Yeah? You open the door like so quick and say like there is no power. It's dark. Now, that's not the time to call meme to say, wait a minute. Now, you see, this example is based on assumption A. Okay? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that there is always what? Right, power in the building. Because for some of you, you may actually need to call. But, based on assumption A, if you get there and it's dark, the, the first question that comes to your mind shouldn't be korumeme we need power to cook to read what to use our laptops what do you do you turn on the switch why because the power is already provided in the building but you don't have an experience of it until you what switch on now most people's prayer lives entail calling women i think maybe because of where they live like if you live around nigeria but uh, uh, (laughs) 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 but ideally your prayer life shouldn't be about calling heaven the whole time heaven we need power heaven we need healing heaven we need uh, some joy. Heaven, banange, dear Lord God sir, help us, help us, help us. Even in our, even in our language, we've turned prayer, the word we use is kusaba, which is to beg or to ask to serve. You people, do you see how corrupted the whole relationship is? Because it's not about God is keeping your jeans, your rent, your school fees, your joy, your. Kathy, <laughs> what? Homes, homes, houses, lands. No. It's already provided. The point is, you need to figure out how to switch on. Much of your prayer life is actually switching on the power that's already supplied to the building. The day you understand that, something will change. So he has already blessed us with every spiritual blessing. So one, we already blessed. I'm going to make about four points from verse 3. And if time allows, we'll go to verse 4 and 5 and 6. But my point is to make sure we understand verse 3. And if happily, verse 4. Now, we are already blessed. Please stop looking around for blessings. You go to that mountain, you go to the other valley, you go to the other woman, you go to the other man, you go to the other fellowship, you go to the other church. You see, you can switch churches every month and you remain the same if you don't get to understand what I'm teaching you. Yeah, your problem is not who pastors you. No, yeah, Judas had a great pastor. <laughs> you can't get better than Judas's pastor, but he still hung himself. So, uh... can we continue? you're, you're okay. Are you here or are you going? Those online, are you there? Harvest Vineyard, are you there? Nairobi, are you there? Downtown, are you there? Kayaza, Bugalobi Makerebe. Yes. So that's one. We are already blessed. Now, to answer your question of where is the stuff, the blessing is a spiritual blessing now that's actually a good thing because right there some of you might be saying okay now now there is the catch i knew there was a catch i knew why don't you give me the mango here like this why are you giving me a spiritual mango i'm going to tell you why i'm going to tell you why (laughs) the blessing is a spiritual blessing when we plant wash purpose lagos then we'll have to you know like adjust our language and say the blessing is a spiritual blessing. Okay. This means that the blessing please before, before you quit it's in seed format. Another way to put it, it is in word format. The Bible says that uh, the sower sows the word Ah. now you're starting to see where your bible comes in the blessing is because if it wasn't everyone would be experiencing it but it is in word format that's why the most important inheritance you have as a child of God is the word of God Yeah. The word of God is your supreme inheritance. It is your superior inheritance. It is what gives you a superior position in relation to everything else. The blessing is spiritual, the blessing is a seed, the blessing is the word. Jesus spoke in John 6, 6 3 and said that the words I speak to you. Give me that John. John it's the words, it is the spirit who gives the life, the flesh profits nothing. The words that I speak to you are spirit and they are life. They are spirit and they are life. The most victorious Christians in spite of every circumstance that goes on in their lives that I've met in my life people who have built their lives on the word of god on the word of god it's like they have this abiding they are just stable you know what i mean people who have built their lives on the word they're stable they 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 just it doesn't matter what's going on in their lives you'll find them and you you will not even sometimes know what's going on in their lives because they they are word focused they they just look like they have been with jesus the whole time because in the beginning was the word and the word was with god and the word was god he was In the beginning, with God, through Him all things were made, and without Him was nothing made that was made. In Him was life, and the life was the light of men. I need to continue. The blessing is in seed format, the blessing is in word format, the blessing is spiritual. Why? Spiritual things don't lose value. Spiritual things don't lose value. Spiritual things don't lose value over space and over time. A thing that is spiritual will work in any epoch in history. It will work on any continent. It will work for any age group. It will work regardless of where you are. It will work in any country. Let me demonstrate something to you. Okay. Let me use money as an example. If I gave you a hundred million shillings right now, huh? would you be wealthy? To a degree, huh? You you would be. Seriously. No, not a lot of people have hundred million shillings. I'm talking about cash. Not a hundred million in bonds, land, what no cash. you can buy it. <laughs> huh? 100 million Uganda shillings, right? If I gave you 100 million right now, would you feel like you'd feel wealthy, right? You can get out of fear and go and start causing inflation in Chalwajala, right? Now, if you bought an airplane and went to the United States of America with your 100 million Uganda shillings, what do you think is going to happen? Okay, Russia. Australia. Singapore. You've gone to places where you should be able to spend that 100 million even better than here. Higher quality goods, what? France. What, what will happen when you get there? You're going to be a beggar. You can't even buy a burger. Now, that rhymes. <laughs> Yeah, with your 100 million shillings, you are going to be a beggar, you can't even buy a burger. Yeah. Why? Because of the fact that you are not, the, your Uganda shillings only works in Uganda. The currency is only recognized in Uganda. Now let's say if you were clever, what would you do? You convert it into what? dollars. And then you go with your dollars to the USA, to the UK, to France, to Russia. Wherever you go with your dollars, you'll be able to exchange to the local currency. And then you can always spend. Now, the dollar is good. It's an international recognized currency. But it also has limitations. There are places where they will not accept dollars. And then, if you keep it for long, the dollar also depreciates. Yeah, it will depreciate... Slower than the shilling. But it will depreciate. So if you are. In, if say it wasn't 100 million shillings. Let's say it was 10 billion. And you don't want the depreciation. To touch it. What would you do? You buy gold. Because gold. You can exchange it into money. In any country. And. The likely, it's likely that by the time you even get there, the value will have appreciated. You see, when you exchange from dollar to local currency, there is a loss of value. That's why there are forex bureaus. But when you are exchanging from gold, the, the value just appreciates. The longer you stay with it, the higher the value goes with gold. Now, spiritual blessings are akin to having money in gold. Because it doesn't matter where you go. It doesn't matter whether it is 1970, 1980, 1990, 2000, 2010, 2020, 2030, 2080. Gold will still be gaining value. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. That's what I mean. So let me localize or contextualize the example. If Jesus had left behind healing as physical, where the healing power of Christ is not spiritual but physical, one, it wouldn't be easily transferred. It would be like medicine. You see, you can't transfer it easily. Because if it's spiritual, it means that the Holy Spirit can transfer it anywhere to anyone at any time. If it's physical, one, it means it would only work for the diseases that were there at that time. It doesn't work across the edges. So how many of you know the diseases that were there at that time? Leprosy. He mm-hmm. says one man was sick of the palsy. Mm-hmm. I don't even know what that means, but we know that he was sick of the palsy. Yeah. Uh huh. What? Fever. Yes, Peter's mom had a fe- mom, mother-in-law had a fever. What other sicknesses were there? The woman with an issue of blood, they don't tell us what the sickness was, but there was an issue of blood. Uh-huh. Generally, yeah, blindness, those, those sicknesses that were there. Now since then, sicknesses have evolved. There are doctors here, Dr Waisa. the the sickness the, the strains that keep what changing and you find the medicine that was effective in 1970 is no longer working now why because even the sickness is evolving so if our healing was in physical it wouldn't work on some of your diseases right now unless you're sick of the palsy If our prosperity was physical, it wouldn't work right now, because you would have talents and denarii. That was the currency used back then. People would still trying to be going around with denarii. How much is this? What? Whatever, pancake. How many denarii? And (laughs) shekels. It doesn't work. But because it's spiritual. Ah, it doesn't matter where you are you just say okay okay yeah you can always convert a spiritual thing to physical are, are you understanding what I'm talking about now here's the other thing here's the other thing that disturbs people because people are like I want it physical Me, if you give it spiritual eh? you're creating what's the problem why don't you just give it to me because valuable things are not kept on the surface yeah if I have if I want to give Liz you know a million shillings I can't tell her I left your money uh, at that stage if you look around there where the taxis stop it should be there. Will it be there? <laughs> it won't be there. So because it is that like that, you, you, you make sure it is kept safely. It's part of the reason it says in the heavenly places, I'll touch on that point. Maybe, let me actually go to that point and I'll give this example. It will work best there. Okay? So I've said the blessing you already are blessed. Two, the blessing is spiritual. Okay? And so you have to convert it to physical. Three, the blessing is in the heavenly places. Now, that's where some people say, ah, 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 ah. Now, you're super complicating it. It is spiritual. It is in the heavenly places. I live in Chalwajala. What's going on? Okay? So, when you don't live things. These things are hidden for us, not from us. And here is the beautiful thing. We already seated with him in the heavenly places in Christ. See what he says in Ephesians 2.6. He says, and raised us up together, I don't hear you, and made us sit together in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus. So it's so careful the blessing to be In the heavenly places, it means that those of us who are in the heavenly places, we can access it while the devil can't access it. Can you imagine what would happen if the devil could access your stuff? Remember, he's the thief who comes to steal, kill, and destroy. He would take all your prosperity, all your wealth, all your joy, and take it away. Now, the devil can't touch your stuff. That's why it's in the heavenly places. And that's why it is what? Spiritual. See what it says here in um, Peter, 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 Peter. First Peter, one four. Peter, one four. Together, to an inheritance, uh incorruptible and undefiled. And that does not fade away. Reserved in heaven for you. Is it for you to use when you get to heaven? No, 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 no it's to use now but it is in the heavenly places it is spiritual now let me, let me, let me now use this example and this example is going to encourage you to get uh, warrior like about your blessing so you just stop being you know the purpose of prayer is not to report the devil to God yeah <laughs> You take authority. You get what I'm saying? So let's assume uh, one of our neighbors here at Nalia, let's assume one of the neighboring plots, you know. Uh, Land here in Nalia is about uh, uh, 10 million shillings a decimal. Yeah. So you want uh, to... a 50 by 100, 12.5 decimal plot. You need to fork out about 125 to 130 million. Okay. So let's say one of the neighbors with a 25 by a quarter quarter acre plot. It's a that should be about 250 million. Yeah. Uh, but let's say they built a house on it worth another 150 million. Yeah. That would be about 400 million, right? Let's say you found out. Hmm? Who founds out? You. You found out. Uh, Those in Kenya, please be converting. Uh, Uganda shillings is about 30. Kenya shillings is about 35. Uganda shillings, about 35. So when I say 400 million, I'm talking about, about 12 million Kenya shillings. Okay? Now, let's say you found out that 50 meters below ground on that plot there is gold hmm? worth 500 million dollars hmm? 500 million dollars it is a day yeah you come across some documents that prove there is gold worth 500 million dollars. What would you do? What would you do? (laughs) You would switch off the internet. (laughs) The imaginations of people in this room are running wild. No, 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 no. You don't. What would you... You'd go and get whatever amount of money they want. If they say, I don't want to be this top. I built my house, I bought this plot, my, it's valued at $400 million. You say, I'll give you a billion shillings. Yeah. Now let me give you a million dollars. Just give you a million dollars. Hey. And, and you buy the place then you'll get the best qualified geologists, regardless of how much money, you get people from all over the world, bring them here to go test and then once they find it you up, say it's indeed 500, then you go to China you, you see those trucks that look ugly you bring them, you buy out all the neighbors, you widen the road yeah? now you buy all the neighboring plots, you even attempt to buy the church building. Yeah, attempt. You'll be like, What's your How much do you want for this thing? Uh, 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 Let me give you five million dollars. Go away. Then I'll give you ten. So we're about purpose. Then the guy will come back and say, I'm going to give you 50 million dollars. We'll be like, Yeah, let's pray about it. Let's pray about it. Because I see us building like 50 locations, instantly, out of that one deal. (laughs) You just can't build, everywhere, you people. Why? The man is sure of the value that's there below ground. Then they bring all this equipment, they will buy the whole neighborhood, they will dig up the whole place. Security. They will deploy here red top, blue top, black top, and no top, everyone in uniform, plain clothes. Everyone will be eating on that money. I tell you, because they are sure of the value. Let me ask you, is that how you treat your Bible? Is that how you treat the word of God? If you treated the word of God the way I'm describing this person treating that, your life would be so different. (laughs) You would become a reference point. You see, if that kind of activity starts happening, that becomes the new reference point for Naria, the gold place. New businesses would be set up everywhere selling Rolex watches. People would come get them. All the houses around here, rent would go up by three times. Resource. You people, if we knew what we have in Christ, if we knew what we have in the word of God, We'd stop at nothing. Ooh, ooh, ooh. My time is up and I'm just doing verse three. Yeah. Wow. Amen. Are you there? You're not going. Now let me just throw in verse four and we close. The other parts you you sort out. You have your Bibles. But, but you understand what I'm saying? Our experience, not only you, even me, I'm preaching to myself, I have a limited experience of the realities that God has prepared for me because I'm not willing to invest to dig. And that might be due to four reasons. One, I don't know about it. Like if you don't know what's in the word, you already there lost yeah like no it's not going to work two i uh, people have misrepresented it they said there might be gold no you don't go buying gold that people say there might be so one you don't know two it's not clear three you don't believe you're like there are, uh, there must be another way life can't be just about the word of god You think it's another degree, another important connection in government, another job, another promotion. That's why you pursue those things harder than you pursue the word of God. A person, someone, yeah, we all do those things. We pursue those things harder than we pursue the word of God. And that's what limits our experience in God. Oh, oh, the fourth. So one, you don't know. Two, uh, you're not sure. Three, you don't believe it. Or four, if you believe it, you're not willing to put in the work. Like, God thinks those are for us. Uh, let the pastors do the reading and praying and fasting. Are you with me? But when you're sure, You stop at nothing I didn't go and get it. In fact, I want us to stop right here because we'll do the other verses next week, even those who will be preaching in the eleven fifteen. Just deal with verse three for now. Are you okay? I'm going to invite Pastor Bithri and Pastor Angela to help us as we respond today's message. Let's, let's make, move quickly. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Just come. They will bring it. Thank you, Jesus. Yes. Go right ahead, ladies. When you're talking
0: about the word, I remember that at the beginning of the year, I think the first MC life, and the glory of the Lord is risen upon you. And you're talking about the fact that it's revelation. The word brings revelation. And uh, a few days ago, I was talking to my husband and I'm like, look, eh? something has got to give. Something has got to give. We must give ourselves to the word. <sighs> the world the world has numbed us to who we really are. The world has made us believe that we are physical, and yet we are spiritual. We are spiritual beings. And so, for revelation to come, for light to come, it comes through the Word. Okay? And the Word reveals your spiritual blessings. The Word reveals what it is that you have. If you don't know what you have, then you can't access what you have. And so, friends, let's give ourselves to the word the word the opposite of glory is shame so when your light has come and it has revealed you're able to live in glory you're able to have the spiritual blessings that Christ has preserved and reserved for us. Let's give ourselves to the word. I don't know how else to say it. I just kept feeling like, oh my goodness, let's give ourselves to the word. Let's give ourselves to Jesus. And the whole thing that on on Friday, I was saying that without the word, God wouldn't have been able to create the the world because he needed the word because in the beginning was the word. And so he needed the word. Look, eh, it's the word. (laughs) the word let's give ourselves to the word let's eat up that word like our life depends on it because it does because it does and and for someone here God is saying that your permanent healing is going to come from you feeding on the word your permanent healing like you keep getting moments of of being well, you keep getting moments of being well, and he's saying, "Give yourself to the Word." This person has been going through just funny aches and pains, and and you get well, then you find, then then they come back. God is saying your permanent healing is coming from you giving yourself to the Word. For wow. us.
2: This is what god is saying to us don't think it's an accident that apostle started teaching he had notes for many verses he had prepared he had spent time studying but he couldn't move from that he couldn't last year god started to deal with us concerning honor and and he's still doing so and 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 you can tell that this year because of where he's taking us and the acceleration and the results that we need he is now talking about the foundational stuff the word of God nothing happens in our lives without the word and so I want to say three things first of all, if you didn't watch MC live last week and you're a member of this church I beg you today don't go to bed before you've watched it watch it there's something in there for you a very powerful powerful message a revelational message that apostle told that's the first thing the second thing let's I want to encourage you to esteem the Word of God and you know don't wait for a feeling feelings are for the immature to wait to feel it to wait to build to feel led and no. feelings are in the natural realm the man of the spirit is not a man he feels after the Spirit of God not after the feelings of the flesh So, esteem the word of God, how? If you don't have a physical Bible, buy one. If when the word is being taught, that's why you pay the most attention. Give towards the word. Like, just esteem the word of God. Start to train yourself to esteem the word of God above everything else in your life. Create time for the word of God. Create patterns around it. The third thing I'm going to say. As apostle was teaching, I thought to myself, The spiritual stuff, of course, is superior. How he explained it. It's the most superior. And that's why God... But also, do you realize that when you get born again, your spirit man is the one who is activated. So the spirit man is supposed to be drawing from the things of the spirit. But how? The word of God is what is spirit. So when the spirit man is starved of spiritual stuff, we continue to have a natural experience while we carry around the superior man of the spirit who can release things because the, the spirit creates the natural. The invisible creates the visible. So when I don't feed the man of the spirit who is the new me, the old me continues to dominate because I'm feeding the dead man more than I'm feeding the alive one. You see it? So to, to have a consistent predictable spiritual experience i must be feeding the man of the spirit and exercising the man of the spirit so these things are not complicated let us give ourselves to the word of god and i'm asking you today worship harvest even me god has spoken to all of us today go and do it Go and do it. Go and buy that Bible. Go and create time. The, the other day, apostle gave us an instruction and said, when you wake up in the morning, the first thing you should do is read your Bible. Maybe you've been thinking, ah, me, that's not the first thing I do. I first do something. Please do it. Because we want to have a different result. Let's do something different. Start with the word of God. Esteem it practically. Ask yourself, what can I do practically to esteem the word of God? And then do it. And then watch and see. Guaranteed according to the word of God. You will see the results within like six months you will start to see and even the people around you will see the results in your life but let's because god is taking us far but for us to have the superior experience of spiritual things we have to then give ourselves to the superior thing which is the word of god
0: Amen. jesus went about doing good and healing all who were oppressed by the enemy And oppression comes in many ways, sickness. And so right now, I'd like to talk to anyone right now who's unwell. Whatever it is that you are feeling, we're going to heal you. We're going to heal you this morning because God is here and he wants you well. If you are unwell in your body, I want you to get your right hand and just place it over that part of your body that is unwell. There's a healing revolution happening at Worship Harvest. And you don't need someone to lay hands. Just get your hand, put it over the place that is unwell, and I'm going to pray for you, and you're going to be well. In the name of Jesus, I command every sickness and every pain to leave anyone who's listening to my voice right now, in this room and online. I command pains in the head to be gone. There are people struggling. You've been having pain in your eyes. Like when when light comes on, you get pain in your eyes. I command that pain to be gone right now in the name of Jesus. Chest pains are going in Jesus' name. Abdominal, lower abdominal pains are going right now in Jesus' name. There's someone that has a heartache. You didn't even know whether to put your hand there because your heart is in pain. I command that pain to be gone in Jesus' name. God is also dealing with unusual growths. Right now, in the name of Jesus, I command all unusual growths to be gone in Jesus' name. There's someone with a growth in your armpit. They are like three and they are painful. I command them to be gone in Jesus' name. There's someone with a growth on your forehead. I command to be gone in Jesus' name. There's someone with a growth at the back of your head. In fact, you've been wearing your hair back to cover that growth. I command it to be gone in Jesus' name. There's someone who's been feeling a lump in your right breast, I think. I command that lump to be gone in Jesus' name. There's someone that's been having a swelling at the back of their leg. I command it to be gone in Jesus' name. And whatever other growths that I have not mentioned, they are going now in the name of Jesus. I speak health to everyone. Any disease that has not been mentioned, I command it, gone. And you are well in the name. Amen. amen amen amen
2: you i'm going to ask the people here in the studio to stand up just get up on your feet and start to pray in the spirit right now and right now there's a fight for your life going on in the spirit realm there's people here and at home and in the different locations you've never made jesus lord of your life you know that this is the day for your salvation and I'm going to ask you to make a bold step, to cut yourself off from the devil who wants to dominate your life, who's fighting to keep you there scared, you have questions in your mind, am I ready? Yes, you are ready because God is ready to receive you and I want you to do something bold for me I want to just put your hand up and say today I want to make a decision to make Jesus Lord of my life, please just put your hand up wherever you are, boldly saying today I make a decision to be a child of God, to crossover from death to life from darkness to light Yes, lift up those hands. Yes, thank you, Jesus, for all those salvations happening at home, in the different places. We thank you, Lord. Just put your hand up. Put your hand up and pray this simple prayer after me. Pray this. If there's fear in your heart, don't allow it to hold you back. Put that hand up. I see that hand, my brother. Lift it up. Stronger, yes. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, yes, yes. I think there's some more people even here in the room. Don't be afraid. Fear is from the devil. He wants to keep you bound. There's a fight for your life and we want God to win your father loves you Your father is inviting you home to a place of freedom a place of love Just go ahead and lift up that hand wherever you are Don't be bound by fear. Don't be bound by fear. Don't be bound by fear. There is no rejection in the kingdom of God Yes, Lord, we thank you. Thank you Jesus and you're going to pray this very simple prayer after me Just pray say Lord Jesus i come to you today
1: i come to you today
2: and i thank you for loving me
1: thank you for loving me
2: I, I believe with my heart
1: and i confess
2: with my mouth,
1: I confess with my mouth.
2: that you're my lord, and savior.
1: my lord and savior today
2: i am born again
1: today, I'm born again. today
2: i am yours
1: today I am Take my life life.
2: and do something significant with it. it. In Jesus'
1: name. name.
2: Amen, amen. Welcome to the family of God.
1: Thank you for listening to this teaching. We hope that you've been blessed by the Worship Harvest Summon Series. For more teachings and other resources, visit www.worshipharvest.org or call 0393-281-555. thats 393